up, Portland Vanity Soccer Podcast 21. Let's get some drinks, because we all need them. Episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is uh, Jonathan coming to you live from Northeast Portland. It's Randy. I'm still in Northeast, too. Josh, not in Northeast. Ugh, who cares? <laughs> Uh, you know, Greg, who's hollow. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I, I think Greg, you should you should tell us what the episode name is, considering you fucked this up for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this episode's entitled "It's Greg's Fault That the Timbers <laughs> yeah. Timbered All Over Themselves Last Night." Oh God, we got. We'll, we'll so talk timbered. about that later. Why later? What? We'll we'll save the the explanation of why it's called Greg's. Oh yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. So let's uh, first we're gonna go over all the playoff funness in order. Everybody ready? You only get let's five minutes to talk about each one, so be ready. Okay. <laughs> Greg's demanding the timer. What's the what's the noise that's gonna go off when the timer's oh, done? What noise do you want? Um, yeah that'll be actually pretty fun okay so starting at the beginning kicking off the playoffs the play-in matches go we have new england versus montreal who watched that i did most of it i watched a little of it a little bit i saw all of it yeah i think i watched it when wait was that the one i want no who told me to tune in greg that was you i think probably yeah and that's when i tuned in i didn't even realize it was on <laughs> Thierry Henry, one of the Invincibles, Arsenal player forever, really good, terrible coach. Yeah. Invincible. <laughs> <laughs> terrible coach, really? Yeah, Bruce destroyed. Um, Actually, I, I mean, only well, saw like the first half. Did did Rudy even come on? Is he still on that team? I don't think he was even available to play. I don't remember oh, what's sucks. up with him. That's a bummer. Footy was there. He was watching it. Formal Montreal player, Footy. Was keeping an eye on the results of that game. He informed all the kids that uh, Montreal had lost. So you are in fact a liar. You said you watched the game, and it turns I out said you I watched the first half. Different soccer game. First <laughs> half. How does it feel to start it out lying? <laughs> I did. <laughs> the tape. God. <laughs> Maybe we only need three minutes an episode again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this going. Um... No. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a it was a good game. Um, I mean, I watched all the uh, the highlights. I watched a bit of the game as it was happening. But um, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, uh, Montreal uh, hasn't really looked all that impressive uh, all season. And if I if I am correct in understanding, they only just barely made the playoffs on decision day. So uh, my level of expectation for what they would bring to said table was very very low and um i mean like Thierry Henry uh, again phenomenal player um but certainly like did not succeed at monaco um and uh is not necessarily succeeding here in mls so mm-hmm. not surprised to see the result of new england like a tried and true uh playoff coach like bruce arena and creating dynasties in the past. So um, not at all surprised by the result. All right. Back in the late aughts when uh, Arena was coach of the Galaxy, he was a regular customer of mine at Manhattan Meats in Manhattan Beach. But I didn't know who he was at the time. 
So good story. Fun fact. He sounds like a his his uh, his voice is odd. It's so weird. What did he sound like when he ordered meat? Uh, he sounded like a fed up New Yorker who really didn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. That's pretty much how they start every day, New Yorkers. <laughs> is that all we have to say about that? Yeah, that's it. All right, we don't even insert buzzer noise. <laughs> All right, next we got Nashville 3-0 over Miami, or Inter-Miami. We do right? not need five minutes to talk about yeah. this one. Did you guys watch that? I watched part of it. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I watched part of it. I think I watched it. I had it recorded and sort of fast-forwarded to the good stuff. Josh, uh, how does who's... it feel to be wildly wrong? I know. Did I pick Miami? No, no picked... Josh definitely picked Miami. Josh I picked, picked, I picked Miami, Miami to go all the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nashville actually finished seventh in the in the East. Well, now I'm switching, and I'm thinking Orlando's going all the way. That's what um, I said. Copycat. I know, but now but you've got to think about where the money is. Are we surprised <laughs> that uh, Nashville beat Miami? <laughs> Not in the slightest. No. Nashville, yeah, they came out uh, – I don't know if Nashville came out strong or Miami just was Miami. Like it was shit to watch. They were without their big DP guy. Nashville yeah. is an average MLS team and Miami is freaking terrible. <laughs> that's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah. So do you true. think like Nashville is Minnesota the first year they were in the, in the league? Oh, uh, they're better than Minnesota's first year. Minnesota was crap the first year. Oh my God. They were so bad. Didn't we beat them like opening game? Wasn't it like five nil or something? Uh, I think they got one. It was five one. I hated this whole playing round, um, and just having the 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 league not be balanced is um, yes. But we know why that happened, and and so it's pointless to argue, talk about it like it's a thing that's going to be a regular occurrence. Randall, I wanted to have a voice. <laughs> yeah, let him speak. All right. I didn't realize that we were that we we hit this partner relationship. I heard yeah, this. the Portland Randy Soccer Podcast. Yeah, I am we've talked about it, the con- unbalanced schedule a million times. <laughs> I'm going to contact my lawyer. Nothing new to say about Rudolph it. Giuliani, and we are going to solve this little disagreement. I thought you were with them, um, Jacoby and Myers. <laughs> No, I mean, all I'm saying is I think it sucks and it's stupid and uh, they should have just <laughs> killed those other teams from even making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. But so, also it doesn't really affect us. And so who cares? You know what I mean? Like it, we weren't, we're, we're in that conference. I can see the argument for having those plans because that conference had more people and it's sort of more fair to all the teams. Randy is a corporate chill. In that conference, but again, I don't even really care that much about it. You care enough to stop conversation, so that's fair. Moving on. I tried to prevent this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to not let you prevent it. Um, Mediocrity jingle. Did you know Randy hates mediocrity? (laughs) Um, Okay, well, moving on to the playoff rounds that should have mattered. Let's talk about the weirdest game I think ever Orlando, New York city. Who watched it? I watched it. I watched, I watched the, the, the penalty kicks. That was nuts. What? Like, 
Where do you even start with this game? Uh, I, I think it's hilarious that the officiating crew has been removed from all future playoff games uh, in this season. For oh, how seriously? Yeah. Awful that was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Did you see like the fourth ref looking at his phone to look up the rules on the sideline? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what we're talking about, in case you've been living under a rock and haven't didn't see it, is when the goalkeeper for Orlando got a yellow card for coming off his line and it was a second yellow card. And so he got thrown out of the game and then what's his face tried to sub in another keeper to take his place. And then he had to come off because he couldn't, they had to use somebody, an eligible already field on, player yeah, already yeah. on the field. So you think, uh, was that, damn it. I always forget that guy's name. Oscar Perea. He's the coach, right? Correct. Yeah. Do you think he did that on purpose? He tried to. Do you think he tried to pull one over on the refs, knowing full well that that guy wasn't allowed? Oh, totally. To- yeah, I guess. Well, that's a compl- that's a rule that it doesn't matter. Everyone knows it. The rule with whoever's on field, like whoever's on field when PKs start, that's just who you're with. You can't sub people on. Well, I mean, if, if it was that obvious, they wouldn't have let him come on in the first place. <laughs> it it is that well, obvious. They shouldn't have let him come on in the first place. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome seeing uh, on that call where uh, Gaese got the yellow and it looked like they had won. Oscar Preha ran down the tunnel. To, ran down. Oh, yeah. To go get awesome. that guy that got thrown off earlier in the match to go tell him they won. Come celebrate <laughs> with us. <That's> so <laughs> someone had to go get him and tell him it's not over. And he just walks out of there all like, what's going on? I actually didn't even realize that Orlando was down a man for the longest time. But they sure didn't play like it. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't look like the team that was down a man. I think the call on Gaese was harsh. Well, I mean, it's the right call, though. I mean, he was off the line, clearly off the line. Yeah, taking... going to go with Randy on that one. Right. Yeah, I know. I don't want to, but I agree. <laughs> they were like, yeah. they always, everyone always comes in the World Cup, right? Right. So, uh, so that he tried to pull the wool over his eyes. They that guy got pulled off, and then. The, the funny part is, is that everyone seemed to forget that there was still one PK to go after that guy say, made the save. <laughs> yeah. Totally lost count of the score. Right. Like, we won. I mean, it was like, you could tell that guy was excited and everyone else was excited for him. But even it seemed like even the refs kind of forgot that it wasn't that it was over. That's the that's kind of embarrassing. Oh, that outfield player. I forget his name. But I think uh, the way he got in was he ran up to Pereja and said, Poppy, I can do this. Really? <laughs> that's, really? How he was, that's how he volunteered to be the sub keeper. Poppy, I can do this. <laughs> Are you just saying that or is that something no. you actually heard? Actually read ah, that. That is in print. Awesome. I will find it. Uh, we got 20 those seconds guys, on this, by the way. Those guys released, uh, I don't know if it was just a mock-up or, or something they actually released, but they released a goalkeeper's kit with his name on it and number, which I thought was awesome. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And somebody updated yeah. his Wikipedia page to list him as a defender slash goalkeeper. It's going to be a great <laughs> um, trivia question. Time. Time. Moving on. Right. Columbus 3, Red Bulls 2. I've Didn't watch it. most of that, but I was doing other stuff the whole time it was on because it was so not exciting compared to that Orlando-New York City match that I'd that was on immediately previous that it was just kind of hard to watch a game that wasn't as equally as exciting. 
I did not watch this game, um, but I, uh, from the highlights that I saw, it really looked like Darlington Nagby uh, went beast mode and scored a crazy goal. Darlington Nagby also got caught with his head up his ass and yeah. made a bad mistake, which led to a Red Bull goal. Yeah, Team still true. won. My drummer is a Columbus fan, and I texted him at some point like, man, Columbus is really trying to make this hard on themselves, aren't they? And he goes, yeah, we, we hate to win easy. So, oh, Wait, you have a drummer just like that follows you around? Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk to him? He's right <laughs> here. <laughs> your own theme, live theme say, he, text, he replied, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he explained it was a soccer match. <laughs> I think this is Greg's subtle attempt to plug his band. Randy, yeah. Randy has known a few drummers, apparently. <laughs> You have a band, Greg? Uh, I wouldn't call it a band. I just call it a few guys that screw around and play music. You, you jamming? Are you jamming, man? Jamming. Corey's the bassist. Recidivich? What's it? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know he played. Yeah. What's it called? Fish 2? <laughs> 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 uh, He's going to start with Pearl Jam covers. It's called, <laughs> it's called I Can't Make It to Your Show Tonight. I'm sorry. I'm busy. I got something else going on. <laughs> Preoccupied oh, on Saturday. I thought you said Friday. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I missed both. <laughs> oh sorry. So was it a three piece? Yeah, just a three piece. All right, power trio. It's fun. Who is the drummer? Don't don't be elusive. His name is Sean Loafman. Okay. Uh, he lives in Portland. He's originally from Columbus. I met him at uh, Columbus. When Columbus played us here at home, uh, he was parting with some Columbus guys at the cheerful bullpen, and I was just hanging out with them and like, so did you travel? He's like, no, I live here. And then we started talking about music, and then a month later, we're playing. So it was cool. Cool. Wait a minute. So you've been- did he come to Sabudio one night? No, I don't think he came to Sabudio. Yeah. Um, Caleb Porter. Uh, on to the West Conference. That Nagby goal was good, but I mean, it was bouncing off posts and bouncing off guys. It was just a matter of time. Somebody was going to hit it in. So Randy hates Nagby. <laughs> no, that's me. I'm just saying it wasn't as spectacular as you said it was. It's nice. Watch no, the highlights. It was not that great. Jesus, guys. And I'm with Josh. So Nagby's not that great. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, there was a great article in, in, in the athletic about how uh, two teams dealt with Nagby leaving uh, the Timbers and Atlanta and how it was sort of disastrous for Atlanta and it was good for us. Uh, nice. See? And who wrote it? Me? <laughs> not not good for us because Nagby was a terrible player, just because we did the right things after he left. Yeah, we used that. We needed that money. and Yeah. We spent it well. Yeah, well, we didn't. We, didn't we get Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty uh, seconds. Uh, yeah, back back to this result. Um, uh, do we think Caleb Porter has a chance to? Did I pick him to go all the way? No, you picked fucking yeah, some stupid did. team. That's why I, I called I you the Columbus dumbest motherfucker on the planet, Portland. You did pick Columbus, Portland. Yeah. And no, they they don't look like they have it, in my opinion. They could get lucky. Well, we're about to see what's going to happen. Are we? Are we at time? Oh, I heard, I heard it. 
Moving on to Sporting Kansas okay. City, San Jose. Randy watched this whole game, I know for a fact. I did, yes. It was a good game. It was fun to watch. Yeah, it was a good game. Except for the part where Sporting Kansas City won. That part wasn't fun. <laughs> and San Jose's jerseys. Yeah. Oof. Uh, I don't I don't understand. I just don't understand that color scheme. We were watching uh watching that match and San Jose went down early, real went down a goal early and you're like, "Oh, no, this is going to be one of those San Jose games where they just get blown out." And um but they didn't. They turned it around. Actually, when they came back from the half and they were tied at was it tied at the half? Tied at the half. Yeah, tied at the half. The announcer was like, San Jose has a really bad habit of letting a lot of goals in in the second half. And then right when, you know, a few minutes after he said that, they went down. I didn't see this whole match. I turned it on at uh, extra time because I was on the road before that. And of course, anything happened in extra time. No, it was tied. It was tied. Was it tied going into the half? No, they tied it up in extra time. Wando tied it up up in extra time. They were, I mean, like they spend the whole, it's like a a thing that always happens. They say, yeah, Wando's sort of been invisible, but that's his thing, man. He's invisible until he shows up and scores. Yeah. yeah, He was like last second. Yeah. Was it footy or paw in your guys' interview that said, uh, Wando doesn't look like much, but he only needs half a chance. Oh Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I believe yeah. that to have been um, footy. Right? Oh, was it Pa? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Your guys is expert journalism. No one it? ever said we were good at anything. Journal of them. <laughs> we just like to, yeah. <laughs> Josh dropped another Oreo. So, Amelia, <laughs> man, saved three PKs in a row. Has anyone ever done that? Save the first three. No, I believe that was history. I think it. on Extra Time Radio they said it happened in some other two thousand eight or two thousand nine, and it was like an open cup game, and the keeper that did that was Tim Melia <laughs> on loan. <Huh. laughs> so this is the second no time shit. Tim Melia has done it. Wait, is it really like people keepers don't save three in a row? Well, I've never seen they don't. It. Shut no, up, dude. Yeah. Did you watch our shutout, uh, our penalty kick last night? Like, that's not saving one is considered good, saving two is considered like, wow, okay, you got lucky. Saving three and three in a row is like a miracle, yeah. But yesterday we saved four, zero. We didn't save any yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, save. Oh, saved. Oh, my God. My brain is completely off. Oh, gosh. Saving three. Oh, my God. That's pretty crazy. We're talking about (laughs) soccer. Holy shit. My brain is going up. Where in God's name were you? Like, for the last, like, sorry. Thanks for the input, Josh. A mountain of Cool Ranch Doritos and. And what was the other one? And Oreos. They gave a crazy stat before it started about how many um, how many he had saved versus how many he had taken, and I think it was like he was over over fifty percent at the at the time. And then yeah, it was crazy. It was like of like the eight pe- like penalties he's faced, he's saved seven this year. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Remember when he was not between the sticks against us? Yeah, that's probably the reason why we advanced. One hundred percent. Well, again, I don't want to bring it back to that Wando goal, but that was uh, his header. Like that's what he's designed to do, and he did it. And his hair yeah. still looks like it's like stuck in a 
1987 high school yearbook. Um, <laughs> so but, they asked Vermees uh, uh, what it, what he said to him after the match because they had they had a minute and Wando was kind of had tears in his eyes and they were they were talking on the field and um, Vermees said that he asked him if he was coming back and uh, apparently he said yeah yeah that's what I heard that's crazy what's crazy that he's coming back that he's coming back the age of Wando I mean but again like if he's in a game like that. Um, Scoring the game tying goal in playoffs to even bring it to uh, overtime or to penalties, that's amazing. And then, same thing, too. I think it was Shea Salinas scored the first goal. He's another dude who's super old, where you're like, who? That's time. Time looming on. Uh, Minnesota three, Colorado zero. This I watched. I, watched. I did not watch. I had it on, but wasn't really paying attention to it. Colorado looked like the better team for most a lot of it i think nope i think they looked like the better team until they gave up a goal and then they fell apart well that was like 10 minutes what was it like 20 minutes or something when 20 or 30 what's his name molina scored i I think they still looked better than minnesota most of the time but minnesota got lucky yeah no minnesota didn't get lucky they just played fucking really awesome defense and then took advantage on the counter when they could. Colorado was running forward um, the whole second half, like it was uh, like uh, I would call it very attacking. Everybody making runs and trying and trying to connect passes, but nothing, nothing connected. Nothing looked great. Um, and as soon as the attack started, they would lose it. And then uh, Minnesota just you know waited it out. And then as soon as they got a chance, they did it. Yeah. And I believe it was you, Randy, and yeah. you, Greg, and maybe you too, Josh, that all said Colorado was going to win. Huh. Okay. I don't think I said Colorado was going to win, but – Follow the money. But I could have. Oh, yeah, you always had to follow the money and the tin hats. And then I hate uh, Key Kamara, Kai Kamara. I don't know how to say his name Kai appropriately. Kamara. Kai. When have you Kai. ever heard his name pronounced Key? I know. <laughs> you never heard it before? No, I've never heard anyone say Key Kamara. Key camera. <laughs> key, <laughs> key, key camera key. moment. Yeah. Um, no, Kai, I just. Kai, Kai Kamara rides a skateboard. Like rides or knows how to do a trick? I don't know. He rides. He's got a longboard he goofs off on. Oh, longboard's not skating. I want to see him doing a kickflip or it didn't happen. Yeah, no, yeah. Kick, do a kickflip. <laughs> do a kickflip. Do a kickflip. Well, I am I am pleased to be on my uh that's like the only one that I got right. No, I got Kansas City right. Uh in Orlando. And tell us why you don't like Kai Kamara. Because I've read all the articles saying that he's like uh a super pain in the ass in the locker room and reading articles about him being difficult in the locker room and then demanding a trade over a over a penalty with Higuain. Again, 11 teams since 2006. I mean, clearly something is not right. Yeah. Wait, what happened with Higuain? It was something over a penalty where it's actually kind of funny because uh, Kamara was arguing for what I would have probably agreed with him on, um, which was he was sitting on two goals and this is, I think it was in Columbus, um, sitting on two goals and a penalty happens and he wants to take the penalty to get the hat trick. And Higuain was like, no, I'd take the penalties. And then um, like the, they obviously didn't give it to Kamara and that was it. And then he freaked out. He talked a bunch of shit publicly. Um, oh. 
Hold on. So are you taking are you taking Higuain's side? No, because I was for Nizgoda taking. Thank you. I was going to call you out on your bullshit if you were, took Higuain's side. No, my my point being is I think Kamara should have taken the penalty, but also Kamara should not go into the press talking shit on his fellow teammates in in those instances. You hear that, Greg? Accountability right there for me. Yeah, that's fair. In those 11 years, he's got like 150, 160 goals. I'm sorry, those 11 teams. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's an amazing player. He's super aggressive. We bossed him in the the final. Um, Yeah, I don't don't like him. I do not want to see him succeed. Fine. Next. Okay. Next. Do we have to? Don't like Timbers game? I didn't watch it. Anyone else oh, watch what it? What next? <laughs> well, there was a Timbers game? I think. That's what it sounds like. God damn uh, it. <laughs> fuck, you man. Know, there's a part of me that's like happy that it's over, but then there's another part of me that wanted to continue. But did we get knocked out in the next round? I don't even know. I woke up this morning wondering if it really happened. Like, wait, so is 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 it over? Is it really done? I had fitful sleep last night. Part of that was because I drank a lot during the match. But it was the same thing. It was like, did that really happen? Is it really? It was like, oh, God, so bad. I was stone cold sober. Uh, you know, no. God, no. Of course not. Has he ever been sober? Yeah. <laughs> We looked like we were going to crush those guys in the first 20 minutes. And then we yeah, but we did exactly what we did. We lay off the gas, parked the bus, and let them score. No. That no. Was like in the that's nine, exactly. That that's how they Plus three, Josh. We that's played what, yeah. fucking football pretty much the whole game, and we looked – well, again, it's one of those games that when you're when you're there and it's live and you're like the scoreline could have been if they got off two shots could have been you know two goals and uh, but our passing was amazing everything yeah was and then Eric Williamson gets the injury and oh, that's yeah. when we parked that's oh, when we yeah. parked the bus that was we didn't, one we did not park the bus we, park we the fully bus, parked the Josh. bus right then. What game did you watch? Oh my god, the same one. We talked about it as it was happening. (laughs) I'm trying to pull up the heat maps. I was being sarcastic when I wrote in all caps "park the bus." I mean, we still tried to play. Just uh, William Paredes is a defensive player in comparison to Williamson. Like Williamson is much more creative. Right. But Paredes will take, you know, like cannon shots from, you know, just past midfield and it looks good. So it definitely takes away some of the fluid motion and the attack, but we still attack the whole game. And that's what bit us in the ass in the end because fucking Mabiala and Zuprich are almost at, you know, uh, midfield. Like they're that far up in terms yeah. of pressing off of a, a header. Like it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that was a little crazy. Gret- Gretchen and I got into a big around. argument about this. Whose fault is that? Is it the coach's fault for not coaching them, or is it the player's fault? For I think it is the player's fault at 90 plus three to give up a goal when your two center backs should be – at that point, like you have 
you don't even need possession. They weren't connecting on anything. They just got beat straight up on a on a you know a long ball that uh, two old dudes against a seventeen year old kid at ninety plus three are going to win. So why are you putting yourself in a position where you have to run? Yeah. So shouldn't the coach have been yelling at those guys to get back? I mean, yeah, he certainly should. I mean, given our history this season in terms of giving up late goals, you are in a position to win the game. You, that Josh, that's when you park the bus. That should have been a five-man back line um, at that point uh, to to play as cautious as possible um, and to give up that goal in in stoppage time. On again, like if you look at the replays, and I'll, have to, I'll check again to make sure I'm not crazy, but. They were really far up the field. Yeah, they were. They were at that. This might be a little philosophical, but I think it's the fault of the entire organization top to bottom because over the course of the season, we gave up 14 goals in the last 10 minutes of the matches, more than any other team. We gave up four stoppage time goals, uh, twice as much as any other team. At that point, it's baked into our DNA. That's true. Yeah. um, So what's going on that's making that happen? You don't think Gio was like, hey, guys, if we get ahead of this thing, don't fall asleep in the last two minutes. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure he said that. Like, hey, guys, let's go ahead and keep this fucking clean sheet um, and uh, blah, blah, blah. But I just really. Yeah, that's Mabiala is supposed to be an experienced center back at this point. Um, given his age and what he's done. And that's on him to know where to be positioning when you're of one nothing in stoppage time and a winner-go-home playoff game. I, there is no amount of shouting that Geo can do from the sideline to anyone in the heat of the moment. I mean, think about Fapple, Randy, when someone tries to give you feedback in the moment when you're running your ass around with fat people. Like, it's... Um, you're not listening. Like it's clear like you're you hear, but you're not necessarily comprehending and changing in your game with one minute left in the game. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that. You Why don't you agree with it? Because you can hear them yelling all the time. You can hear your coach yelling at you in a situation like that with there's when there's no crowd, there's no noise. So I'm guessing that I agree with Gretchen. Um Gretchen was she blames <laughs> the coaching too. I blame the players. She blamed the coaching. You blame the players. She blamed the coaching. So you're now taking her side as devil's advocate. Yes. I asked I her if she wanted to be on this on this episode, and she said, "No, we're just going to argue." <laughs> <laughs> I blame the players on the field in the moment, and the coaches off the field in preparation. Yeah, that's that's probably. Agreed. This is yeah. This is when we need a DP. In the back again, someone with experience that so, knows what to do in a situation like this. We haven't had that in five years. Before we go, hundred—I mean, because there's only negative stuff to talk about <laughs> after this. But let's. Uh, who who could have ever guessed that Viafani would have had two goals in consecutive matches? That's insane. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> good, yes, and you know what? His PK being saved too—that's not even on him. It was a good yeah. Save. That's not on him at all. It was exactly. a well-taken PK. That's not, yeah, that's not. I mean, he, 
He probably shouldn't have gone. <laughs> they probably he should have gone last if they needed him to. You know, PKs are all luck, almost like ninety percent luck, anyways. So it's really yeah, you can't blame that yeah. unless unless they sky it or miss the net completely. He had a bad take on in the double post match too. Mm. But I mean, that's why he's eighth. I mean, like I don't. I mean, like maybe there's someone who's even worse than him. I mean, he was clearly yeah, but there's. Mabiala should have gone before him. You think so? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I struggle with I don't it. Know. I, uh, I I wouldn't even know where to begin with order. But yeah, uh, I was so happy for him when he scored that goal. I mean, obviously happy because it put us in the lead. But man, it's it's he's been a fantastic player for us this year. He's he's better than he was when he than we when he played with us in 2015. I think. Agreed. Good job, Jorge. When he came back, he was definitely not as sharp as he used to be, but now he's gotten better. Yeah, I don't want to agree with you, but I completely agree with you. You I know, hate like his hairstyle. I hate the hairstyle. I, I wasn't really even the biggest fan of him, but yeah, he he's won me over. Did you guys yeah. want to explain why this loss was my fault? <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's. We have this side chat on Facebook um, that Randy has tried to leave, but we just keep re-adding him because um, <laughs> it's very productive. And in it, if it wasn't, when Viafanya scores, to setting up the the podcast episode recording, I would I would leave and and block you guys from adding me again because it's ninety percent <laughs> animated gifts. <laughs> 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 and poop talk. Um, uh, so in the middle of a pandemic, it keeps us sane. Uh, dude, it, it's super helpful. Um, it just me. It makes me angry. <laughs> so <laughs> you can tell. You can tell when Randy doesn't read ninety percent of it because when he doesn't, and then that there's one part that he missed that was buried in between all the bullshit. Um, like, what do you mean you didn't see that? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, so Greg, in his infinite wisdom, after Viafania scores the goal, uh, gets and he's like, "Can't wait!" It's like, no, you didn't say you can't wait, but he's the equivalent of like the Timbers are going to timber themselves. And me, so Randy, and Josh, for- if we would have been there together, would have smacked the shit out of you in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but he was, was right. Crazy. Uh, how how do we fix that? The match we played against Seattle, where they tied us in really late. Do you remember that? Like a month ago? No. Struck it from the memory. It didn't happen. I okay. stopped the count. Uh, Tyler and I were watching that somewhere. Like some bar had a TV set up outdoors so we could socially distance and watch. And uh, this guy was super drunk. And he was like, yeah, the Timbers got this. And it was only like the 75th minute. And we both look at him and we're like, dude, shut oh, up. There's still plenty of time. And he puts a hundred dollars down on the table and says, I bet this hundred dollars the Timbers oh, win tonight. And I was like, I'm not gonna take that bet because I'm not betting money against my team, but just shut up and watch. And sure right. enough, <laughs> we timbered all over ourselves. Great. So you're Nostra fucking Damas. <laughs> so uh <laughs> What was anybody else um, scratch their heads when they subbed in Blake Bodily? Me, yeah. Oof. <laughs> but um, I, I, what the hell? <laughs> why? 
do or die situation. He, Let's bring in a guy that's never played for us. Yeah. <laughs> he um he didn't don't get me wrong, he played pretty well. Yeah, yeah he did all right, yeah. Yeah. He did. What what did he do wrong? Of, like it right, it's not the time. The team plays. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah, Champions League final. Let's bring in the guy off the bench that's never played. Clearly wasn't on the same page as everybody. He didn't actually, he didn't, you know, like he didn't have the same kind of flow that we had. You know, he wasn't on the same page yeah. all the time. So. He was just like it's an extra high, player. It's a high yeah. pressure moment for a kid who's never played. Uh, yeah. And I, I mean, I was flabbergasted at that sub. Uh, I'm, you know, happy he scored his penalty, but clearly, you know, penalties oh God, don't man. matter. What's that? Every time one of our guys went up to take the penalty kick, I was like, oh, Jesus, they're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, every time it went, it was like, oh, wow. But like, like the amount of anxiety that you feel before that, it's just like, yeah, like he's a new player. Like, why would you do that to him? Unless he's like, Part of the new team. So he came in for Polo. I mean, Polo was gas. That's one of the things, too. It's like, um, I I love me some Diego Valeri, but in extra time, when they were all running with nothing left in the tank, there were quite a few uh, very subpar uh, plays from our team on the attack where, like, no effort, almost like Randy on the podcast. Um, and <laughs> Josh, uh, oh yeah, sorry, Josh on the podcast, and it's it was frustrating because there was one where Valeri made it towards the box and he went to cross it in. It was just like a haphazardly hit cross, uh, and then he, you know, obviously like you can't hustle at that point because you're you know old and uh, just played a full game and now you're in extra time, but. Just like zero hustle at that point. And it was the frustration of giving up that goal on top of being tired. It was just so frustrating to see it happen. And then for, you know, Blake Bodley to come in for Andy Polo in, in extra time. I, I don't, I, I don't understand. I think a tired Polo is better than a, um, a fresh Bodley getting his debut. Yeah, I would have, I, I didn't agree with that sub at all. That's like bringing in your backup second baseman to pitch the 16th inning. Yeah, that makes sense, right? <laughs> guy out there throwing Cracker Jacks. He can throw. He's got an arm. That's like waiting until... When did he sub in Obovacy? Oh, geez. The 88th, 88th minute, minute or something like that? Well after 88th the 88th minute, was it? Good yeah, Lord. 88th or 89th, yeah. Why, why is that poor kid... Why didn't that kid get on earlier? I don't understand. His concussion must be really yeah. bad. Dude, it has to be bad. I um like he's wearing a helmet. He did not look himself. He's wearing a helmet and coming in that late really does mean he's not fit. You know, maybe physically he's fit, but mentally maybe he's not. He, he you don't know what like he could be traumatized. Is him him being out for so long as him being like super smart and conservative about his injury, you know, realizing that he's got a long career ahead of him and he needs to do the right thing to take care of a concussion instead of rushing back into it. Or do you think it's just so bad that and out so long? You're never going to know because no one's telling the truth. 
Well, no one's saying anything. Well, no one would say anything because, like, he's a star almost. And you don't want him to not play on the national team. You don't want him to, you know, like we want to trade him for obviously max amount of money. So you're not going to let it let, you you know, if a guy has a head injury and is traumatized by it or something, you're not going to get as much money for him. Yeah. So you have to like let him like him going out for 10 minutes. They assumed nothing was going to happen. You know, they didn't expect him to play for another 30 minutes on top of that. Probably. I thought it was interesting that he kept his helmet on to take the PK. Well, yeah, he's keeping it on no matter what. You got to get used to those things. Yeah, that's really. I didn't even notice that, Randy. That's interesting. The game was over when he go, when it's his turn to take the PK. I mean, I guess maybe it hits the crossbar and bounces back and hits him in the face. But <laughs> <laughs> boing. Yeah, that was just um, oh, very tough. I mean, start to finish, and I think. Uh, Greg, what you were saying, where it's like that's a failure of the entire system. I mean, if you take a step back and look at it that way, I mean, I think that's that's right. We, um, I don't know. And then, and Josh, I'm on the same team. We need a legit designated player, like starting center back. And it's like all those DP slots are used on, you know, attackers. And I just don't. Um, we need someone back there who is at the, I wouldn't even say that towards the end of their playing career coming from like the premier league, uh, and just the ability to, to command that back line. And that like, that should have, that it can't happen. Well, yeah. Like I'm always of the team of having like your defender be the captain. You know, like they're leading everything from there. So, but that's like sort of just how I was brought up. So, you know, like I don't, when you see, I know like Valeri should be the captain. Chara should be the captain, this and that. Hey, you know who, who might have helped us that wasn't available for us was uh, Espria, who got uh, flagged for a red by the, dis- uh, by the disciplinary committee. Who agrees with that call? I do, even though I don't. You do? Yeah, oh, you can't ever. You have to stay away from keepers. Don't kick keepers in the head. That was a bullshit call. It wasn't called on the... He didn't even get... Was it a penalty even on the field? It was a yellow no. on the field. Okay. Yeah, That's it was it? a yellow on the field. And here's the thing. If we're going to say MLS... That's where it should have stayed. If we're going to say MLS needs to be do a better job protecting players like Jabo from concussions, then a boot to the head needs to be a card. Okay, but... We all realize that's how we got to the, the um, MLS Cup in 2015. Tim Melia had to get subbed off because he took a boot to the head in pretty much exactly the same situation. Somebody going for a ball, he dives in front of it. The person tries to jump over him and catches him with his foot. That's yeah. ex- exactly what happened, and that was not a red card in that situation. I'm all right with red. I'm all right with yellow. I don't care. I would have rather have had Espria instead of Blake Bodily. Espria would have bicycle kicked the fuck out of that game and we would have won. <laughs> yep. He would have scored some wicked screamer. Uh, I mean, what, what is the rule? Any contact with it? I mean, does you don't have if a guy, if the keeper dives for a ball, you have to stop going for it no matter what? Is that what the deal yeah, is? Yeah. Sort of. There's been some horrific keeper injuries. Well, it's tough because the attacker has 
the right and the duty to go for the play, but the keeper has the right and the duty to go for the save. I don't know. I don't know where that line's drawn. That's why I'm just a stupid jingle writer on a podcast and not a ref. <laughs> well, as an official ref, I would like to chime in. Uh, I Is mean, that how you were raised? I was raised. I was raised that way, man. <laughs> yeah, I. They had, they had VAR to go over that when the event happens. I don't know. I feel so, like Randy. Are, do you think that if Espria did not have the red and was therefore eligible to play last night's game, that we would have won? No, not necessarily. Just something to talk about on the podcast. Hashtag content. He'd have done better than Blake. Oh, wait. I'm shutting well, down yeah, conversation it, on this because I think it's speculative it, and we already discussed it. He could have actually, yeah, I think it would have been, we would have been stronger with him available to come off the bench and uh, provide a spark as opposed to Blake Bodily. And, you know, we could have subbed off some other guys. We could have subbed off. Yeah. I think he would have, I think he could have made a difference. Yeah. A lot of people that. On, online, there's a there's a lot of people in the different forums that are like Timbers fans that are like you know they're like F Espria and I think they're um, I used to be a, a huge Espria apologist, um, but uh, I'm not anymore. But I think a lot of people's opinions on that are just clouded by the fact that they they're still pissed at him for um, walking off the games, walking off the pitch slowly when we were losing that one time. Well, yeah, that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, that was that was dumb of him to walk off the pitch all super slow, but that was a long time ago. He might have atoned for it. He might have right. apologized to the team. Well, we lost. That is true. We lost. Go team. He can eat a bag of shit for what he did in that game. <laughs> slow walk through know. the whole field. And yet... He, he won't forgive Vespira, but he will still he'll jo- Jonathan will go to his grave forgiving Ridgewell. No, Liam Ridgewell. Yeah. And I will, because Liam Ridgewell is a beautiful man. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Y'all are crazy. I just man. Won't, I, made us yeah. infinitely better than uh whatever. And yes, he did pack it in on that one game. In the beginning of the season, when they were still figuring out their shit, that Espria bullshit was at the end of the season. Uh, so not not make a difference moments. at one point in the season. <laughs> no, I mean like it. It definitely uh, like I remember reading it on um, Stumptown Footy where the the writer was talking about Ridgewell. But it was like game four of that season, and he. Um, he was like, he didn't just not run. He looked and watched twice that the other guy was running way faster than him and he didn't do anything. So I totally get it, Randy, but I am definitely a Ridgewell apologist. But I I think I was more upset about Espria just because I was there uh, and I saw it happen. I was there. I, I saw him do it. And it was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then it was Andy Polo who got subbed off. And that dude, when he got subbed off, he trucked it off the field immediately um, to do whatever. We were sitting next to each other when it happened, I think. Well, were we playing the popcorn game? Maybe, but weren't we? Um, we were booing. Everyone was booing him. Yeah. He got his ass booed. 
Um, but I, I, I too wish he would have been eligible to play. I mean, I think he can make a difference. I just will never forgive him for that moment. It's not about race because I really like him. That's pretty cool, man. That's it, man. That's all is there, right. I mean, is there anything else we need to talk? Do you guys want to end on a high note? Game. Yes. No. Yeah. Your yeah. Diego Chara, MLS Best Eleven, twenty twenty. Oh yeah. Ooh, After, yeah, to, what, dude. Ten years. Finally getting the recognition he deserves. It's the first uh, time. And he played a boss game last night, too. Yeah, he did. I, I love reading, uh, like, there's, you know, like the pundit articles that come out and, and people you know, or comments, and they're like, when they talk about Diego Char being old and, you know, oh, he's not, you know, it's like, he is better now than he, I mean, he's just, he's, He's not getting worse. He's getting better. Except for those two bad passes in that game. Well, yeah, just a couple of bad passes. But I mean, like, still, like, you're, it's with, like, again, defenders get better with age, uh, but they usually lose speed. And he's still like a still. motorboat. Yeah. It's Gretchen was saying it's funny how, like, they got to they got to sub off Jimmy because he can't you know because he gets gas but like his older brother who's like five years older than him is still like tooling around <laughs> the pitch for the whole match full speed. And he's yeah, another high it. note of Valeri reached a hundred assists. Hell yeah! That's yesterday, correct. Matt needs to make another patch. No, we need him. Need he's four goals away from a hundred goals, so we need we need him to hold off on making that one hundred patch. <laughs> Matt, hold off. Well, I mean, I guess those are positive notes. I still won't feel really great about it until, you know, next season starts. But I will bring it back to my original statements on like one of the first or second episodes that we did um, where I don't care. I, I of course, want to win MLS Cup, uh, but I more want to win CONCACAF Champions League. And we still have the opportunity to do that by winning COVID Cup. And I am way more looking forward to that for next season than I am um, this, uh, you know, the regular season. Should we save um, predicting the rest of the playoffs for another episode or should we run that over? Who do we think is going to actually the last Let's match of this first round to be played is, is uh, Let's Seattle. Make, and it. Let's make predictions for Tuesday and then... Yeah, and then we can do the next round after we know. So who's who going to win uh, LAFC and Seattle? Uh, Seattle's going to win. I hate to say it, but Seattle's going to win. LAFC. Probably Seattle going to win. And then they're going to beat Dallas. Yeah. Dallas is not going to win. I mean, the only reason they – one yesterday was because we just could not execute, but they were, they did not look good. Yeah. Also on Tuesday is, uh, who is it? Is it new England, Nashville? No, Nashville and Toronto tomorrow at three, uh, Toronto, Nashville, Philly, new England, Seattle, LAFC. Yeah. So Toronto, Nashville, who's going to win that Toronto, Toronto, Uh, we are all in agreement. Uh, Philadelphia is going to beat New England, no question. Yeah, uh, yeah. agree. And then Philly, Orlando would be Philly. Yeah, you're moving. We're not, we're not you're doing. Going that. We're not doing it. And then 
Columbus. Oh. <laughs> That's how he was raised. You gotta follow the money, guys. Yeah, follow the money. Stop. People Stop. save three PKs in a row all it's the Orlando. Time. <laughs> it's Orlando, Seattle. Save. Save. Oh, what do you mean by save? Yeah. Oh, you mean like save the PKs? Well, how do you feel about my new conspiracy theory that Seattle's going to win the whole thing again just so they're two ahead of us? How's that a conspiracy? Because follow the money. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, guys. It's got the closing music. Uh, What did we say it was? Something. You picked it. I did it. Your, oh yeah, it was gosh. Quicksand, wasn't it? It was Unfulfilled by Quicksand. Oh, such a good song. Alright. Jesus Christ. Email us portlandvanity at gmail.com. Bye, guys. Bye for now. Stop recording.
And we're off to the races. We're out. Okay, see you guys later. This will be our last episode for the next six to seven months. Until COVID kills the entire population. Yeah, and then um, that's that. You know what? We'll we'll look up cool noises like later, and I'll edit them in. All right. Are you okay there? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Fall out of your chair? No, my scissor, my scissors fell. No, it was, it was Oreos fell, and he freaked out. He had to get the uh, Oreos before. The Oreos fell down. on my Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> what game um, are we talking about? So you've been friends with Loafman for a long time. Yep. <laughs> a couple years. Friend, friends of Loafman. Did you meet him in the restroom? Foundation. <laughs> I gave him a little pinch. Um, yeah. Okay, so we got so left three on Red Bulls, too. <laughs> Cocaine jokes apparently are not funny on different message boards. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Um, no, no, that they are they are not. Uh, I would think they'd just be funny everywhere. A very solid player. Oh, what the Whoa. was that? Josh dropping Oreos again? That wasn't me. That was you, dude. That wasn't me. That was Randy. You can see it on the spike on the. You sound like Taylor Twelman. You don't think you don't think Gio was like, "Hey, dudes," and that's it. But wait a second, how you were brought up? Did you even play soccer as a kid? I played my whole life. <laughs> I played uh, my whole I life. Will... <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> I played my whole life. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> Why don't you want to listen to me? <laughs> I played my whole life. And I was playing in the backyard with my friend Billy. And I, yeah, I was a <laughs> my, my friend Billy. 